there were two factions around the slap. Not, no, there were, more, there were more than that. But there were two main ones. And it was some people were like, what the f*** is wrong with Will Smith? Right? <laughs> and then there was these, there, there were some people like that. And then, and then there was this other group that was like, so there were three really. There was another group that was like, ah, that that ain't how you fucking handle that. But I, but I see what was going And there were other people like, yeah, good for him for protecting Jada. That's crazy as shit to me. Welcome back to BS with Brian Simpson, episode 53. Don't forget, you can follow me at BS Comedian uh, on Twitter and, uh, and uh, Instagram. You can follow me on Brown Simpson Comedy on TikTok. You can get tickets to my tour at BrianSimpsonComedy.com or click on the link in my bio on any of my socials. Uh, shout out to everybody that came out to Colorado Springs. I'm going to be in uh, uh, Greenville, uh, South Carolina this weekend, the 10th and the 11th. Go ahead and grab your tickets. And then on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th, I'm going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. Again, you can grab those tickets. And then on April 14th and 15th, I'm going to be in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, and finally, on the 26th of May, I'm going to be at the Rhythm City Casino in uh, that's Iowa. I told y'all I'm coming back. I told y'all I was coming back. Remember the, yeah, a few months ago, my the uh, missed the connecting flight and had to re- had to cancel those shows. So, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back to Rhythm City Casino in Iowa. All right. Uh, don't forget you're to man of your, you're a man of your word, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a man of your word. Yeah, don't uh, don't forget and uh, don't forget to check out um, Apocalypse Soon with Eddie Pepitone and also the Josh Parter Show. I'm sorry, Eddie Pepitone and Kevin Tinkin and the Josh Parter Show. Um, as well as comedyfrequency.com. Uh, and again, if you want to support, if you want, if you have any questions, comment, concerns, you want advice from the advice champ, email us at bswithbriansimpson at gmail.com. All right? We also have a phone number you can call um, and leave a message. And uh, Rob will put that number right here beside me somewhere. Um, and Oh, actually, for the audio people, I want to say it out loud. 323-451-451. One nine eight zero. Again, that's three two three four five one one nine eight zero. We actually have a message, or you can record an audio thing and attach it to an email. You know that help that works as well. Um, if Tony can do it, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> I'm going to cut his name out. <laughs> oh, the guy that emailed us. Actually, he just sent us a sweet yeah, yeah. email thanking us for not making. Yeah, it. yeah, he's a great guy. Um, yeah, he's, he's busting his balls. He's good people. He can take it. Um, so right right away, the first article at the top of the queue. Why are so many? Yeah, actually, what, let's get the elephant in the room out of the way. Have the, the, the elephant in the room. Uh, did Did y'all watch the Chris Rock uh, live thing live stream? No, not yet. No. Um. Um. I thought it was funny. It was. It was. You know. It was Chris Rock back at the at the. You know, at the height of his powers, I would say. Um, it was very, it was very, very Chris Rock. Like he did, he did the Chris Rock thing, the best he's done in a long time. And he addressed the slap. And this is when I realized, like, yo, some people just want to be mad about shit. You know what I mean? Because I, you know, I thought I enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was, it was pretty good. And um, 
But there, there, there are some people that that I, I think there's some people that just don't get what comedy is. Like, like they they think they have a sense of humor because they laugh at stuff. You, I mean, I mean, you, you might because when someone says you don't have a sense of humor, they don't mean you don't think anything's funny, right? It's just like all your other senses. You know, you have a sense of smell, but some people can't smell shit. Really, they smell like the most powerful smells, and that's it. It's the same thing, right. or, or sense of taste, right? It's degrees to it. And some people just, they don't have a good sense of humor. It's, it's, or, or, they're the sort of people that need everyone around them to be feeling how they feel. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like the hecklers that, that get mad. Because this has happened to me before. In the middle of a set, the crowd is laughing, and someone is just pissed off. And they want everyone to stop laughing. You know, you understand what I'm talking about? Like they, right. they just they want to wake up and go, "This isn't funny. This isn't funny." You know, because they can't just they can't handle. Because you could just leave, right? But but there's there's some piece of you that needs everyone to feel hurt or distraught or the whatever the fuck emotions that you can't handle, right? And some and some of these people, they just I don't know. So anyway, there's there's there were two factions around. The slap. No, no, there were more. There were more than that, but there were two main ones, and it was some people were like, "What the fuck is wrong with Will Smith?" Right? <laughs> and then there was these. There, there were some people like that, and then, and then there was this other group that was like. So there were three really. There was another group that was like, "Ah, that that ain't how you fucking handle that." But I, but I see what was coming from. And there were other people like, "Yeah, good for him for protecting Jada." That's crazy as shit to me. <laughs> Those people are nuts. I'm sorry. And you, you know, because I think, I think, like I said, I think some people are not, they are, they are, they are narcissists in the guise of activists. And, and, yeah. so, and so it's like, yeah, it, it, and, and they, they've picked the perfect, um, you know, to, to the 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 perfect thing to do for them is to find a cause to justify their narcissism, you know, or to justify whatever is fucked, whatever little evil shit is in them where they get to be evil to people. You know, what the what the fuck did what did Jada's Pinkett need protecting from? from right from a from a mild fucking joke. Yeah, she's a she's a wealthy, uh, famous. Actress, right? I mean, oh, oh right. But I mean, but even, but even besides all that, because because if you if you watch what Chris Rock was saying about it, it's the same thing everybody was saying about it. Where it's like, yo, that came from his inability to to confront his wife with that same uh, fervor. You know, she cheated on him with his son's friends. And then interviewed him about it on her talk show, <laughs> which embarrassed him. Yeah. And, and so, and 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 so that's the point that Chris Rock made on this special was like, "Yo, everybody in the world called you a bitch, and then you smacked me." I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what it is. Like, and but some people feel like, "Oh yeah, he was justified in slapping him for he was protecting his wife, protecting her from what." It's 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 because it, it, it's wild. 
it's wild that we ain't find out she had alopecia until we we needed to justify Chris. Rock, I mean, with uh, Will Smith's actions, and when she telling everybody else, she telling all the rest of their business on her talk show. I think a lot of people made a, a lot of assumptions about what their relationship was like, you know, because it looked to me because I don't I don't really I didn't really follow all the drama before this before the slap happened. I knew about the entanglement yeah. situation. Well, that was hard to avoid. Yeah. Yeah, I knew about that part, but that to me like that's a that's a dude that got cucked and then had to make a decision about whether to stay with his wife and he made the decision to stay with his wife and that when you make that mental decision then that requires you to take certain actions right later yeah. on to be consistent yeah but you but 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 to to put to put your business out there in the street like that right like you know cuz i cuz i forget who i heard who i heard say it but it, but it was basically like you, you. Wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me be, let me be clear though about what I, what I mean. There is that, is that he he put himself in the in a bad position by deciding after he was embarrassed in front of the entire world to like stick by his woman, right? Because then he had to be to like reassert his masculinity. He had to become her protector when she didn't need any protection in that way. I, I agreed. Agreed. That's a that's a that's a perfect way to put it. And, and you know, in a large part, a large group of these people, where, where it's almost like, um, I think some some people's causes have become like dogmatic for them, and they won't they won't back down. You know, so there's this huge thing in the world now of like, or it's not, it's not even huge, but there's a loud small faction of people that think that any criticism of a woman that happens to be black is unacceptable. Because that, that the, a large group of the people that fucking hate Chris Rock right now, are, are, you know, like he did something. Like he ain't the victim here, right? It's, be, right. it's because, it's that. It's like he said something to a black woman. You know, forget the fact that like she's one of the worst people. One of the worst celebrities. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It, it, it's like, it's like, Nothing happened to her. She right. she getting she got everything she wanted out of all these situations. She's fine. What what right. Chris Rock got smacked doing his job, got embarrassed in front of the world. Right. So what what are we talking about here? Like he and all he did was make all he did was make fun of them. He ain't knuckle up. He ain't send goons to their house. He did his job. He turned his pain into comedy, and some people still mad about it. Oh, so why couldn't he just let it go? It was a year ago. What you mean? So now it's a statute of limitations. <laughs> like, what, like, what are we talking about? Is a statute of limitations on jokes? Yeah, how long is too long? If he had talked about it... See, that's, that's also a Catch-22 bullshit, because if he had talked about it right then, then all the same people would have been saying, oh, he's trying to cash in on having caused this pain to somebody else and now he's playing the victim well, no. or the, you know what I mean? They and, and also, they, they, it's a lot of these people that they don't understand how comedy works. Yeah. It's like, sure, I'm sure he had, I'm sure he had a funny take the next day. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he was surrounded by people or, or maybe not the next day, but like, you know, after a few days when it all died down, 
I'm, I'm sure he has some funny takes, and I'm sure he has some funny-ass friends that have some funny-ass takes. But n- n- almost almost no jokes, you know? And, and you know, and obviously, I'm, no, I'm nowhere near a, 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 a Chris Rock's uh, level. You know, I'm sure he, he about 30-some game, years in the game. But I've been doing this now for this, this going to my 13th year. And I can count on one hand the amount of jokes that were that were ready right right out of my head the first time it takes time to hone it and edit it and it shrinks and gets bigger and shrinks and gets bigger and you adding things and boom and then you're running it by people and they giving you angles that you didn't have before and that can take months and months and months to get it right to get it where it you know it's not just something that's funny but it's something that's that's deep and funny and hilarious and and you don't leave no meat on the bone and that's because he went on tour. It's not like it's not like he just. Right. It's not like he'd been gone for a year and he, and then he just decided to record a special. It's right. like no, he's been working on this joke for months, for working on this on this hour. So. To, well, and it's and it's not just the one joke, right? It's 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 integrated into <clears throat> a larger piece of art, which is his full special. You know. Right. It's not it's not just writing the like. 30 second clip that ends up on TikTok that's just like, oh, it's just one joke. It's yeah. part of a master of the art form putting so, out a full new hour of content. So many people have this, they have this hip hop view of comedy. You know? Yeah. You got 72 hours to respond, on you, you know, like it's a dish track. <laughs> you know, it's, it, that's, that, that's asinine. It's like, Chris, let, me, let me repeat this Chris Rock did nothing wrong to Jada Pinkett and Will Smith. Correct. No, so, it, it, you know, I I don't know. I just I maybe it's some piece, maybe it's some some process in my logic, in my logic sequence that's missing that where I don't I don't get how you can come to that conclusion. Upgrade your room's frat house energy with posters that won't peel off the wall. Display is the metal poster that will add class to any room. They have officially licensed designs from Fight Club. Alien, South Park, and so much more. You can even get your own artwork printed onto these one-of-a-kind metal posters that only take 20 seconds to install. Your poster comes with a magnetic sticker, so you just pop it on the wall and hang your poster. No power tools, no wall damage. Easily switch out a new poster in seconds. Um, guys, it works. I use them. Um, it is just as easy as, uh, as they say. All right? Click the link in our we description. Ordered a whole, we ordered a whole bunch of them for the green room studio yeah yeah great it's a it's they're great yeah especially the no wall damage part because if you're renting out there and let's be honest you are you don't have a house you're a millennial (laughs) um uh you know so if you're interested uh and here's another thing i don't do ads for stuff that i don't use like stuff that i don't fuck with i'm i would never do an ad for some shit i hate and i really i really like this play um So, if you're interested, click the link in our description to see some of my favorites and get your ready-to-hang piece of art. Save 22% if you buy one or two and get 32% off when you buy three or more. The discount will be automatically applied to your cart when you click the link. Use offer code BS when you visit Displate.com to get the discount. That's Displate.com, code BS, or click the link in the show notes. Unless you just oh, you understand how you can come to that conclusion. Oh well, yeah, because because 
I, I mean, I kind of do. Because you know what's so funny, too, is I would love to just dismiss these people as all stupid. But I know some of them. And I know they're not stupid. You know? So it's... It, it, and, and I... And I think it's also dismissive to say, oh, it's willful ignorance. You know, I just think it's dogmatic. It's like you're, you're, you know, because, because speaking in absolutes sounds better. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then that backs you into a corner. Like, like when you, like all the people that were saying, believe all women, you know, and then, because that, that sounds good. That, like you, it, it looks better on a sign than believe most women kind of, sort of, sometimes. <laughs> right, so you you can't be nuanced when you're taking a stance, you know, but then you end up with you end up with the amber herds of the world, right? And it's like, well, what about that bitch? And then and 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 some people go, well, yeah, you know, why don't you know? I don't mean all <laughs> women literally, but then other people go, they double down and go, no, her too. I believe every fucking thing she said. You believe everything Amber Heard said, right? And I know this is going to get a little backlash, but I don't give a fuck, you know, because I'm no, I'm no Johnny Depp stan, you know, but she was on tape telling him, like, no one's going to believe you that I that I hit you or they're going to think you a pussy or whatever, like like straight up abuse, yeah. abuser talk. And, you know, so well, all I'm saying is all the stuff, all the major shit that he said she did was on tape. Or in photographs. And all the shit she said he did was just shit she was saying. You know, and, and, and maybe right. both of them are trash. I don't know. I ain't never met neither one of them. But I know she ain't somebody that I believe. I don't believe nothing she say from this point forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah, I don't have to believe you after you lie just so I can stick to the, to the catchphrase. You know what I mean? Just so I can stick to the slogan. Yeah, you, you you gotta you gotta back off you gotta back off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like Black Lives Matter. I'm 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 all for that. I'm all for that. I'm all for justice and and all of this. But I'm not gonna defend every nigga that gets shot by the cops. <laughs> some some people need some people should get shot. You know what I mean? That's just the truth. And so I I do my best to be objective. And and, and, and am I a little biased? Sure. Sure. And I think anyone that anyone that grew up with, you know, anyone who's like, well, most of your interactions with police are, are, are negative or growing up anyway. You're going to you're going to be biased because all the cops you knew were shitty people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the, the, all the people that grew up in these small towns or they grew up in these cities where uh, where all the cops look like them or they all went to school together and all that shit. They, they don't experience to them, they're like, nah, what are you talking about? I ain't never seen anybody act like So it, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be a little biased, but but some shit is just beyond that. Some shit is just it's the proof is right in front of you. You know what I mean? It because it, it's like because I do get some a lot of times cops will shoot they will shoot someone and then they'll go he went for my gun, I was afraid for my life, I thought he had a weapon, and they'll say that because those are the key phrases. That get you out of trouble. You, that's what your union rep is telling you to say. But sometimes a nigga did go for the gun. And I was afraid for my life. And he did have a weapon. You know what I mean? And he just, you know, or he just did some wild shit. Like he just, he, you know, he just drove a car through a parade. They didn't shoot that nigga. You know what's crazy? They didn't shoot that guy. You know what I'm talking about? He just, lost, he just, got, he just got, got convicted. What is his fucking name? 
He represented okay. himself like an idiot. Um, and he was, and he was, and the judge was so lenient on this guy. Did, did we talk? I think we talked about him, Rob, on a couple episodes. Khalil Brown? No, it wasn't Khalil Brown. Oh, Waukesha parade attack defendant is representing himself. A Waukesha, Waukesha, Waukesha. I don't know. I'm sure I'm going to get lit up for mispronouncing this fucking place in Wisconsin. <laughs> I've heard of. Yeah, uh, uh, Daryl E. Brooks. Daryl Brooks, this crazy. Have you have you been following this guy? Not really. Oh, dude. Well, it's over now. But if you look up, yeah, this is from last year. It looks like it, I don't. I, no, I vaguely remember. I, I remember. I remember this crazy looking motherfucker with the with the bald head. Yeah. His, well, his trial just ended maybe like a couple months ago. But okay. man, it was a fucking shit show, and the judge was so patient with this motherfucker, and he was just. He, you know, after seeing him, t- like he didn't do himself no favors by, by representing himself because I mean, if he had, a, if he had a, you really it, do, Brian. It, you really do yourself favors by it's, representing. It's yourself. so crazy, yeah. Because some people don't understand that this shit ain't that shit ain't for the week, man. Like that's like you operating on yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you can't be like, yeah, I'll be my own doctor, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll be my own surgeon if you don't mind. That's, that's, Even if you're trained, yeah, the, that's some the, wild... that's the perfect that's the perfect uh, uh, analogy for it because it's like I'm a trained lawyer. I wouldn't represent myself in court. Well, mo- well, I, well, no lawyer would. No, the thing right. about that, guys, the top attorneys in the world would not represent themselves. In fact, we just had an attorney go on trial. Right, killed his wife and son. Oh yeah, Murdaugh. Murdaugh. He did not represent himself. Correct. Yeah, because that's crazy. You can't <laughs> you can't see the forest from the trees. Because you know why? It's because you believe you. Yeah. And and so you're biased. You, you know what I'm saying? You your 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 perspective is flawed because you can't zoom out. You're in the situation. So no matter what your level of expertise, you need an expert to right. to, to come in on you. In fact, you know, think about this. Think about how many presidents were attorneys. Obama was an attorney, right? So. Uh, Bill Clinton was an attorney, correct? Bill Clinton was an attorney, yeah. Yeah. You ever see them represent themselves? Fuck no. They get sued all the time. The president of the United States gets sued quite often. Sitting while in office. They get sued a lot. They never, they never represent themselves. You know what I mean? There's a whole uh, department of the government to be the to be the the White House's lawyer, even if the president is a lawyer, you know, and, and even if the president has his own personal lawyer. Oh yeah, and and, and, and that's and, separate from DOJ. And these guys, and I'm sure there's other presidents that were lawyers. Was Jimmy Carter a lawyer? Was a peanut peanut farmer? farmer. Yeah, yeah, He's a peanut farmer. That's bullshit. Um, <laughs> there are tons of lawyers, uh, though. I mean, yeah. all almost all the founding fathers were lawyers. I would love that to be a scientist in there. Can we get a scientist president? Wasn't one, I mean, some of the early, early uh, presidents were like, you know, those moneyed up aristocratic uh, scientists like they had back in the day. But speaking have of which, there been any scientist presidents? No way. Jefferson and Adams. Or scientists? Yeah, yeah, but they were, but they were. You know what it is though. I think they were, they were like dumb scientists. Like, I mean, they were. 
They were scien- <laughs> they were scientists back when science was kind of dumb. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that that was like that. That's what I think is so funny is like there's a there's a period of time that is not too long ago where you could just pretty much know all the science there was to know. Yeah, yeah, and you didn't have you to be. Um, you know, that's back. I put it to that like this. Um, and correct me if this isn't true, but I read that uh, George Washington um, did not actually die from whatever the fuck was wrong with him. He died because they were treating him with leeches. I have heard that the, that blood bloodletting at the time uh, was a very popular treatment. Yeah, the bleeding. And I think he they bled him out, and he died. Uh, let's see, I'm looking it up now. They took out forty percent of his blood, and then he died. Imagine being the imagine being the motherfucker that's in the middle of bloodletting treatments when they decided that that's not a good idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they tell you, hey, yeah, you need ten bloodlettings, and you and you hit you you come in for appointment number six, and you read in the paper like, oh yeah, bloodletting is actually fucking real bad for you. You're like, oh shit, yeah, I think you need your blood. You need your blood at all times. There is, and still to this day, I don't think there is any disease where the cure is to take blood from you, like to purposely t- like drain you of blood. You know, maybe they'll take a blood for like tests. But I don't think the cure for anything is bloodletting. I could be wrong, right? Yeah, I, I don't think bloodletting is indicated for anything. No, I think that's a, that's all the way stupid thing. Now keep in mind, there was a time where the small, all the smartest people in the world agreed that bloodletting was the thing to do. You know, Let's see, modern bloodletting and leeches, Los Angeles Times. But they clean your I mean, yeah, blood it's, it's, through but dialysis. But it's, it's also back back then they used to just be like everything. Bloodletting could just cure anything. You know what I mean? That that was a that's that's basically a form of magic, magical thinking. Uh, it says getting rid of blood. Um, let's see, therapy for iron overload is to draw pint after pint of blood from patients until the iron stores drop to an acceptable level. Getting rid of blood also helps with a disease called. Polycythemia rubrovera, um, which is uh, basically your bone marrow works over time and your blood gets too thick, putting you at risk for clots and strokes. So there are some very specific blood-related uh, conditions where bloodletting is appropriate for it, but they're they're rare and they're very specific. It's not like okay. – they used to do it to like cure people who thought they were werewolves and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like, oh, you have a cold? Come here. Slit your wrist. Yeah, that was that's crazy. Um, yeah, it used to just be like drain your blood and do some cocaine. That was the two things that we could tell you to do for medicine. <laughs> and please, oh, speaking of scientists that I kind of disagree with, Rob, why are so many young men single and sexless? Oh yes, this is from Psychology Psychology Today. T- Psychology Today. You know, and this. Damn, this is the episode where every, where, where all of my female listeners decide I'm a, I'm a misogynist. <laughs> because I disagree like like I don't <clears throat> here's the thing St- statistics and you know there there is a difference between the between the data that's being collected and the conclusions that are drawn from that data 
Okay. You know what I mean? And yeah. and so I think where a lot of scientists where their biases come in is where the is how they interpret the data. You know, because you can and you cuz you can use data to to very subtly mislead the public or com- or completely mislead people. Like you, you ever hear the old saying that um what did it say? Something where it's like men think about sex, you know, every every fifteen seconds or something crazy like that. Yeah, but I think that's bullshit. Well, of, well, of course it's bullshit because 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 the conclusion they actually came to is like you know they interviewed men and go well, how often do you think about sex and for how long and I'm, you know and they probably was like oh like an hour sure. a day, like an hour you know and they and so, and then but instead of going men think about sex for at least an hour every day they go oh well that divided by how many hours and okay well yeah they think about sex every twenty four seconds you know and it's like well that's that's technically true right i mean you or you what, what you because know, i think what would be more honest to go a man has a sexual thought for every 24 seconds in a day or something like that but right. they but they intentionally mislead you like like men are just going oh pussy oh pussy that's not how that's not what's actually happening so that's what i'm saying is people can that's not really a great example but it's but it is an example. It, you know, it's it's good enough. But this guy, um, he's saying, uh, let me see. Let me let's just hit the key points here. Research Pew, uh, research Pew research indicates that over sixty percent of young men are currently single. Sexual intimacy is at a thirty-year low across genders. Generation Z men are excessively turning to porn to satiate sexual needs with long-term consequences to their sexual health. Young men must reprioritize real-life relationships and intimacy attuned to the shift in priorities that women have already made. See, that's where you lose me right there. What does that mean? Young men must... Where's that part in it? Is that at the bottom? No, it's at the top key points. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Young men must reprioritize real life relationships and intimacy attuned to the shift in priorities that women have already made. What what priorities? Let me okay, so let's get into it. Yeah. Um But wait, just to be clear, that that's the part that you disagree with, is the, that fourth point. Right. Well well it, it seems to me from because I skimmed this before before the sure. podcast. It seems to me that he that he's basically saying men and women he's basically saying Men have changed, women have changed. But yep. men are responsible for both of those things. That's and I think I don't and I don't understand how you how cuz that's not in the data. That's just a that's just a conclusion that you're drawing, which I think is wrong. Okay, well let's get into the uh, article. Okay, so he says he says uh not only are more young men single, but their opportunities for developing a relationship a relational and sexual repertoire have all but vanished as levels of sexual intimacy across genders appear to have hit a 30-year low. Okay, he said that. Um, heterosexual men from elder uh, millennials to boomers traversed young adulthood at a time when sexual intimacy was a common pathway toward attachment with women actively seeking a romantic partner. Men could reliably depend on women's disproportionate investment in emotional and sexual attachment. Traditional masculine gender scripts with a tendency toward avoidance of attachment were suboptimal but functional in this constellation of relationship dynamics. However, the pandemic disrupted the status quo in college-age daters and accelerated women's reprioritization away from intimacy and toward academic, professional, and financial goals. So wait, let's let's pause there. Let's let's break that down, this, those last two paragraphs, because I think those— 
people might have glazed over during those two. Let's break those down. I'll go for it. What you what, what you got to break? Okay. So How? so what they're saying is that is that the pandemic is the thing that precipitated to a certain extent this big change, right? Well, that makes sense. And, yeah, which makes sense. And the idea is that pre pre pandemic, if you were a straight guy, then if you wanted a relationship, you could rely on the possibility, the the probability that there was a, a significant portion of women out there who were interested in being in a relationship with a man and they were putting themselves out there and all you had to do was go out and find them, right? Because they were, because they were traditionally more interested in intimate relationships than men were. Men were wanted, men wanted to get laid. Women wanted a relationship. Yeah. But then, who, who is this motherfucker talking to though? Cause I, I don't think that changed with the pandemic. I mean, it was like that before the pandemic. Where, well, I think the pandemic exacerbated that. I think what they're pointing at is, is prior to the pandemic, the seeds were already planted because women were reaching parity as far as income. Uh, they were outpacing men as far as educational achievement in certain fields. Um, and so a lot of the reasons why women sought out male companionship in the past were becoming less powerful motivators for them to be in relationships. Okay. And well, then the pandemic well, supercharged that. Well, let me let me read the next paragraph so we so yeah, I sure. can argue yeah, against yeah. this yeah. fucking cuz this is the cup paragraph right here. Okay. This guy goes, so as young women continue to pursue intimate I mean intimate relationships less intently post pandemic Men could have increased their relationship skills to close the effort gap. They could have confronted their relative avoidance and challenged the gender norms that made them so anxious about intimacy. They appear to have done the opposite, turning even further away from real life relationships and into the virtual world. That's this is what I have a problem with, because because okay. he because what he's saying is men and women both did the same thing. Women, women turned away from relationships turn away from less intimate stuff, and so did men. But he, but he's saying it like, well, men should have done something to change that. What, what, is, what does that mean? Well, but I don't, I don't think he's saying that men and women did the same thing. I think what he's pointing out is that women, and I, this, I don't have the, the uh, I'm going to assume that there's some data to back this up, but what he's saying is that women turned to uh, education and employment uh, and self-development, whereas men became more addicted to pornography and more addicted to social media. Yeah, but and, and but, that and that th those are different things. Look, this is th th this is what's happening right now. There are there are the the you know there's the the manosphere the Kevin Sang people out there and there and there's mm -hmm. also a woman's sphere but I guess it would be more accurately described as like a a sort an anti man sphere or whatever <laughs> I don't know what to call it sure. but but there are people out there all both telling men and women what they want to hear and that you know they are victims of the of the other gender and 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 fuck them, you need to dog these hoes out. And 
you know, like you know the Britney, yeah, Britney. Uh, I want to say I was gonna say Britney Griner. What was it, what was her name? Britney Renner. Remember she, you know, she was famous because she would, she would hold classes on like, yo, this is how you stick a man for his money. This is oh, how. I this, know you're talking if about. You wanna, yeah, yeah, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to get. You know, if you want to get a rich baby daddy, go what if the one of these ball players? They stupid. You mean, and and this is the this is how you this is how you make them think that you love them, and this is how you know what I mean. And so it's like I don't, I, I don't. What am I trying to say? Um, see, this, this is this is for me. This this is just my own perspective. Most of the shitty men that I know. Um, will admit to being a shitty a shitty man, and maybe that's just because you know you you know ever since I was a kid, you know you got points for being a player or dogging bitches out or whatever. You know, so maybe maybe men are just more freely willing to admit that. But all but the shitty women I know, the women that talk like this, the Brit the the Britney Renners of the world, they they don't think they're shitty people. They feel righteous about it because. They blame men for, because the truth is, two or three men broke their heart, and now they're like, "Fuck all these motherfuckers," which I totally yeah. understand. But sure. it's weird. But it's but, so. The, my point is, it's weird. It's weird for me to read this article that seeks to, in some way, hold men accountable for the the dynamic shift in relation, gender relations, for their end, but completely absolves women of the. Of because the, the, this whole generation's fucked. But I think I think you're comparing, two, you're conflating two different things here. I don't think what you're talking about is necessarily what he's talking about. So so, so okay. So tell me how I'm misinterpreting this, this this sentence. As young women continue to pursue intimate relationships less intently post pandemic, men could have increased their relationship skills to close the effort gap. Okay, let me explain with that. So for instance. With the Britney, with Britney Renner, the the problem with Britney Renner is not that she is pursuing relationships less inten- less intensely, or that she's telling women to pursue relationships less intensely. She's saying like, here are some skills to manipulate men to get what you want from relationships at the expense of the men in your life. Right? That's what's wrong with that. But what he is describing here in this article, he's talking about women who are maybe they're still maybe they're maybe they're single, maybe they're not, but they are not uh, trying to get the same things out of relationships as they used to. Women are. They're not. Women are. That that some significant percentage of women are now getting a lot of the things that they used to get from relationships like um emotional support or uh, um, financial stability or whatever uh, from their own careers, from their own social circles. And, and, uh, and whereas men are not doing that, men are not throwing themselves into their careers and making lots of money, they are turning inward and they are using a lot more porn, uh, uh, I don't. I, well, I mean, listen. You know, I I haven't I haven't had a chance to click on any of these. Uh, sure. Because he has he has a lot of citations here. Actually, you can't even click on some of them. You got to go like find the book and shit, which is kind of professional. But mm-hmm. it but it seems like 
um, you know, this guy is taking snippets from several different. These are like uh, cherry picked factoids from like 15 different papers that aren't connected, you know, and he's he's jumping to a lot of. He's jumping to a lot of conclusions. It's it, well, let, let, no. How do how do how am I trying to say this? I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying that he's wrong. Yeah, uh, he's not completely wrong. Obviously, these things are true. Men are men are watching a lot of porn. Why? I don't know if that if it's more than ever. You know, um, but we've always watched way more porn than women for sure. Um, but but what I'm my problem with this article is it seems to go out of its way. To not talk about women's role in this in this problem, the, the the fact that young people are not are not jumping towards relationships can't possibly be just a product of of something that young boys are doing. It, the the whole culture has shifted into this weird bizarro shit that we don't fully understand. But to, but this article it doesn't it, even one time. Mention anything that women have done wrong, have, have changed negatively. Right? It, it, and that's, that feels like well, but, it's, but, it's on purpose. So, okay, well, I, have, I guess I have two things to, to highlight about that. Number one is, is the article itself is about men who are unhappy because they don't feel fulfilled. So if... If there are fewer, if women are not in relationships to the degree that they were in the past, and that makes them unhappy, then that would be a problem that they could make changes. Well, this, well, this, this doesn't say anything about it. Doesn't say anything about happiness. The, even the headline of the article says, "Why are so many young men single?" So if 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 it's all these young men are single, the women ain't single, or they or, or do they have harems out there or something? Or do, do they have like whole? Cults, like sex cults. No. Well, it says everyone's single. Found, it said no. It says the study found that among men under thirty years old, over sixty percent are single, almost double that of women in the same age bracket. Which means that sixty percent of men under thirty years old are single, and thirty percent of women under thirty are single. Now, part of that is going to be because generally the age disparity and within a relationship is going to be the man is going to be older than the woman, right? So. 25-year-old woman dating a 35-year-old man, not weird. 25-year-old man dating a 35-year-old woman, people look differently at that, even though obviously there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, but also what it, but you also know what it is too, because this is something else that we know is a fact, right? We know from, from the data we have from uh, Tinder, we, we know that, you know, I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to be pretty close. But it's like, it's something like 80% of women are going after the top 20% of the men on those apps. So it's like a lot of this is you know the the you know the pretty boy with lots of game that always got all the always had all the girls. Now they now you know when you were coming up and the, the, you know the dude that had five six girls. Well now that dude is digital and he's got 30 of them and they all think they in a relationship. <laughs> That's what this is. That 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 seems like the obvious answer to me. You know, because again, you can take this snippet of data, but but for you to draw the conclusion, for you to say that the the for you to take this 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 study in 2021 and say the answer is in is from this study in 2016, that seems crazy to me. 
you know. Well, let me let, let me let me let me attack this from a different from a different angle. Um, I think I think the purpose of this article is or this opinion is to say, listen, a lot of men under thirty are single when they don't want to be. They're not having sex when they wish that they were. And the question is, what can you actually do about that? Because this doesn't talk about this doesn't talk about like whether women want to be in relationships and they're not or anything like that. That's like that's not really part of the conversation here because he's focused. But this on the doesn't men. say that this doesn't say that they want to be. It just says that they're single. It doesn't say that they want that they that they don't want to be single. Now I'm sure they want to have sex. I mean that, that just seems obvious. But it, I don't know if you know. I don't know if a bunch of I don't know if a bunch of twenty something something year old men are sitting around going, "Man, I wish I was in a relationship." You know, I, this is not something you hear. Uh, I no, I disagree with that because I remember I watched like a recent thing from uh, that dang dad, who's a great left wing YouTuber, um, and you know there was recently a big to do on social media about you know, was the rise of the Andrew Tates and the Kevin Samuels and the Manosphere stuff, was that because, what you know, all those guys are like super right wing. And the question was, is that because the left wing doesn't have anything to offer young men as far as how to, you know, showing them a, 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 a version of positive masculinity uh, that is going to get them the things that they want uh, in life, like um, uh, uh, self uh, self-determination and uh, good relationships with women and create a family and have a good job and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that dang dad made a video with a bunch of other left-wing YouTubers and they, a they asked their followers, like, what, do, what are you interested in? And the number one thing everybody asked for is, how do I get a girlfriend? Uh, okay. Well, this, this, this guy, I think this, this guy sounds out of touch to me. Listen, listen to how he wraps it up. He goes, the good news is that all these young single men can choose differently. They can choose to focus on developing the necessary relationship skills to be more successful in dating. It starts with reprioritizing the development of close intimate relationships in their life for their own well-being and as a counterbalance to the shift in priorities for women. That is complete bullshit. I, I don't think that's bullshit, Bro, man. no, ain't no one, listen, ain't no one, you, listen, listen, young men out there, you're not getting pussy because it's, it has nothing to do with your lack of relationship skills. That's not what women are looking for. Because uh, I'll put it to you like this. If you interview, I bet you if you go interview young women under 30, they, they won't, that, this will be the last thing they say. If, if you go, go, go interview all the young girls out here and ask them, so what are you looking for, for in, in a man for a relationship? They're not going to say, just good relationship skills. No, they want a motherfucker that's with money or with good enough looks where their friends won't talk shit because he don't have no money. <laughs> I, I'm just because because those are two different things. I mean, how you 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 getting laid and you get in the relationship? Yeah, you need to develop your relationship skills to uh, to grow a relationship, but you won't even get the chance to start a relationship. If you're not attractive enough to get late, you know, with the exception of like, you know, I mean, I guess like if you kill 50 people, it's crazy white girls out there that'll fuck you in prison. That's true. You know, or or if you're some kind of, you know, 
if you got some kind of shit, you know, actually, I don't even know if that's true. Do you think there would ever be a female equivalent of the shit we talked about a couple of episodes ago with a guy was fucking, um, you know, the you know the twenty some year old girl, but she looked like she nine. Yeah, yeah. And this guy was like, yeah, but I love her. I look past her disabilities. I love her anyway. That kind of shit. It, it, yeah. Do you, can you can you imagine those gender roles being reversed? I can't. I don't think any. I mean, maybe. I mean, it was. I don't think any. Was it? Wasn't? Wasn't Vern Troyer slanging? Went back back in the days of uh, uh, Austin Powers and shit. Who? Vernon Troy? Is she a model? Vernon Troyer. No, the, he's a, he's mini he's mini me. Mini me. Yeah. Wasn't that dude no. No. It? But he but he was a dwarf, so he still yeah. he still looked like a like a man. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't you okay. wouldn't see mini me and go that's that's a fucking nine year old kid. No, this 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 girl's um, she doesn't have dwarfism. She had uh, some kind of operation that fucked with her pituitary gland. Like like whatever her whatever her disease was. Yeah, the, it's a, it, it is a form of dwarfism, but it's a different type. Well, what, what I'm what I'm trying to say is, her the treatment f- destroyed her pituitary gland, so she just yeah. didn't grow right anymore. Which isn't the same as dwarfism, which was a which is a. A genetic mutation that causes you to grow disproportionately, but you still age. You know what I mean? This right. this lady yep. this lady looks like a child. Anyway, my point is, yep. sure. the only women that would that would date a <laughs> that would the only women that would date a boy a man with that same issue would be like the most desperate. Of, like <laughs> like because the, because the guy the guy that's fucking this uh, this twenty two year old. He he's a good looking guy. Like he looks like he could probably. De- I mean, yeah. maybe I don't know. Maybe he has a micro penis or something. Maybe there's something that's making him desperate. I don't know. But he looks regular from the outside. Like he could date a regular. You know, he he's he don't look dude. Yeah, he don't look like he would shape. have trouble dating. Yeah. So you know, with he got that, an accent. He got an accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but with that, so what that tells me is he is uh, attracted to kids. And and, he, and when he saw her, he was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just, it's just what it is. That's that has to be what it is. You know, because what about what about what about those teachers who fuck like the thirteen year olds? Sometimes they're hot. Sometimes it's like a hot teacher who's like thirty. And yeah, she's like a thirteen, fourteen year old kid. Yeah, and I, they look like a kid. They're not. It's not a LeBron James situation where he looks forty years old. At yeah, yeah, and a half. yeah. They, you're right. They are. They are out there. They are out there. Um, you, usually, I think that the you, reason psychologically why they do no, that is because, again, they were hurt no, 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 by but, somebody. But, but you misunderstand okay. me. I'm not talking about pedophile. Like I'm not talking about women that fuck kids. I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about because because again, all those teachers, yeah, they fuck kids, but they ain't, they didn't go like publicly. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like they weren't they weren't like, yeah, I'm fucking this kid and I'm proud of it. You know, it was like sure, but that's that's partly because they're. They're yeah. under it. It's the, illegal. Well, right, you know? but the, those it's not illegal for the guy to date the twenty-five-year-old who looks like a nine-year-old. Exactly, it's not illegal, but it's it's also because because I don't want people. I don't have a problem with their relationship. You know, sure, yeah, no, because they're, they're two adults. Because the, fucking cares? Listen, all the t- the takes are all the same. Everyone's like, well, what's she supposed to do? Not not be loved? So it ain't yeah. on her, right? And what is he? What is he? What is he supposed to do? He, it's what he's doing is not illegal. It's definitely strange. You know, because one of these, because here's the thing, one of these days she's going to be 40 because he's just going to keep looking older and older and she's going to keep yeah. looking way younger than 
because I'm sure she's going to age slightly. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the gap between her real age and how she looks is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. You know what I mean? Because she, mm-hmm. she, she looks, she's 22 and she looks nine. And by the time she's 40, she's going to look 12. You know? And, and he's going to look 50. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Right. And it's, it's going to be weirder and weirder and weirder. And he, I guess he don't give a fuck, you know? It's, it's, also, it's, it's also tricky because um, generally, you know the term neoteny? No. N-E-O-T-E-N-Y. Yeah, we got to start doing a Rob word of the day. <laughs> uh, neoteny is where, like, um, it happens with a lot of mammals, where adults retain infant-like features. Oh, yeah. Isn't that like an Asian thing? Yeah, there's an Asian thing. It's also like like cats, for instance. One of the reason, like one of the evolutionary adaptations of house cats is that um, the difference between a kitten and a fully grown cat is less than like a tiger cub and a fully grown tiger. Right, right, right. right? Because the cuteness got them more stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And with humans, um, now I, I want everybody to be. I want to be very clear for everybody. I'm talking. In generalities, obviously, individuals ha- uh, occupy a wide range of body and facial types and sizes and attributes and all that shit. But generally, women tend to retain um, more adolescent features later on in life than men do. Um, so, I mean... and. And and so and so 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 it is a little bit different to have like a twenty like a twenty five year old. What I'm getting at is the pituitary dwarfism that uh, that woman has. Um, it's it, she would look younger at twenty five even if she were like fully grown than like the difference between a man at twenty five versus a man at nine. Right? You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so obviously there's like a, there, the, the, that distinction goes in one direction, but I want to go back to like the final, like the takeaway of this article, right? Yeah, Cause this is the part I do it's, agree with right yeah. here. He says, young men simply do not have an option, but to counteract a generational inclination toward avoidance and withdrawal. Avoidance perpetuates avoidance. And that is the last thing 20 something year old men need right now in their life. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, uh, all the people I know that are in their twenties have this issue, like mo- or most of them. Yeah. The yeah, they they because it's so much easier to isolate. Um, and because the the, <laughs> I think it all goes it all goes back to social media and the and the apps to me. It's like you can put all your energy into. This on like you know this if you think of social media as an MMO, mm-hmm. it it makes it becomes way more clear like an online RPG because you you know because I've had I don't know and I'm sure you have I'm sure you have have you have has did EverQuest destroy any of your friends? Oh yeah, yeah EverQuest or World of Warcraft and, 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 and World of Warcraft for I, me it was World of Warcraft yeah but you sure. know you you never played it but do you know anyone that has where it ruined their lives? Cause mm-hmm. I know I know plenty of people where like it took over their fucking life, ruined their marriage, all that shit, because they were putting all their energy 
into their online character. All their time, effort, all their planning, thought, it all went into this online character because that's what mattered to them. Because that's where their friends were. You know what I mean? In their real life, nobody walked up to them and went, wow, holy shit, look at you. But when they would log on and people would see their, you know, their level, you know, 65 druid with the rare uh, shoulder pads on with the, with, the, with, the, with the spell you could only get from that thing over there, people go, holy shit, you know, and that's where they got the, the positive reinforcement. And so they, they were mm-hmm. sucked in. And for a lot of them, it was their first time ever getting it. They used to be just nerds kind of susceptible to it. You know, but now with social media, it's its own sort of EverQuest. It's like it's not it's not the real you that you're putting on Instagram. It's not the real you, but you get to cultivate it and dress it up and and make it perfect and make it exactly the way you want to be represented. And there's new apps and new filters and new, uh, you know, stickers and tags and all this other shit you can do to make your life look exciting to to show off for people to make people go wow and they don't just say, they don't have to say wow they just double tap it you know you, the likes are mm-hmm. we're addicted to that and 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 anyway it our generation was lucky enough to cuz we're the last generation ever that existed before social media and after so right. e- even though cuz we're doing the same cuz here's the other thing too we're not immune it's also happening to gen z like it's you, you know what I'm saying or or anyone anyone that's exposed to social media the shit's happening to them you know what I'm saying my mom's well, they're mom. talking about Gen Z yeah that, well the, uh, so my men under thirty oh wait a minute oh right right I'm, I'm, I'm sorry yeah 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 it's 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 happening it's happening to millennials yeah it's happening to millennials too and it's happening to boomers too you know what I'm saying you 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 know you ever get your grandma get on TikTok you like why the fuck did I let that happen <laughs> you know what I mean they're hooked on it too but it's <laughs> but they but their base. It's not that. Like, if TikTok shut down tomorrow, I wouldn't have to, like, my mom wouldn't have to go to counseling. You know what I mean? But there's right. people tomorrow, like, like they're they talking about trying to ban it on a federal level. If they ban TikTok, a lot of kids going to have an issue. They're going to have a real fucking yep. issue. Yeah. If they if TikTok went away, just, like, like because not, like, gradually. But if if the bill got signed tomorrow and that, and that shit went through, whoo. Man, it would be a fucking problem. It would be a fucking psychological problem for a lot of children. Easy, because they could. They don't. They because I used to. It's crazy because I remember Chappelle said something where like people were upset because he said Twitter's not a real place, which is the sentiment of a lot of millennials. You know, sure. Twitter's not real. But but the thing is, you know, Twitter's not real the way money's not real. It's like it. We it's 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 uh, it's not real, but we've all agreed that it, it, that it means something. But to right, because I think I think the more accurate thing to say is that Twitter and Twitter and real life are separate for us, but to them there is no separation. To the young kids, to the Gen Z, it's the it's one and the same. It, it's like their social their social media is their life. It's not like. A, a separate thing to them, you know. Well, and I, I think that's I think that's what this article is ultimately getting at. Like, if if you look at what dating was like when I was in my twenties, then obviously we had social media when I was in my twenties, but the majority of my dating life was it took place in real life. 
Well, but also you know? when we were in our twenties, you know, social media existed, but it was it was truly just a way to stay connected with people that you actually do. Correct. The, you Correct. know, like you, some of you young kids don't know this, but like, you know, Friendster, MySpace. MySpace, you had you had to go find like they didn't show you strangers stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, they didn't show you anybody's stuff. You had just had your page that you was on, and you had to you had to physically go to someone else's page to see what the fuck they was doing. You know, right. you they, there wasn't a feed. There was no such thing. It was just you. My, you went to MySpace, and if you wanted to find somebody's page, you had to search their name and go there. But there right. was no constant. They weren't showing you stuff, random strangers doing shit. No, no, no. It, it wasn't like that until, uh, I guess, Vine maybe introduced that. Anyway, the point is. I think it was the Facebook feed was like the big the big change. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess, I guess yeah. The inflection I, point. I guess I do, I, do, and I do agree with most of this article. I think that that is a problem, that people are, be, that people are less social, less connected, less uh, – Less able to handle intimacy, um, less able to communicate their feelings. Except, like this was so crazy to me. Is I know, I know somebody that I kind of sort of tried to try to. I tried to date through their red flags, <laughs> but what's so wild to me about what's so wild to me about this particular person is uh, she could only talk about how she felt. To, to her TikTok. Yeah, like if it was just me and her trying to be intimate, it was like it would always turn into this. I don't even know how to explain it, but it, but it's like it's like the, it's like some people's idea of intimacy is is or some people's idea of communicating their emotions is like they they wanted they wanted to come off carefully curated and perfect, like their mm. like their TikTok does. But if you mm-hmm. have if you catch them in the moment, like yo, how do you feel? Like express yourself. They can't do that. You, you know, right. I, I, I need a few days to write it all out and practice it. People, you know what I mean? So it's 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 a weird uh, it's a weird. Well, that that's that's exactly what this is talking about. This is saying that like it, the way I think about it is it's like Twitter is real in the sense that it's a socially mediated space where we interact with one another, right? So the the interactions are real, but it's sort of like when people say it's not real, it's when they, it's the same way that they mean like, oh, eating a bag of Doritos is not real food. You know, it's like, well, yeah, it is real food as in it has calories and macronutrients and stuff like that. But it's not like eating an actual like balanced meal. And what what's happening is like too many people under the age of 30 are, they're, 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 all they're eating is Doritos and Gatorade. It's the, except in the social sense, right? They're getting the this titrated uh drip of of social media dopamine from these ephemeral interactions online and they're not developing the interpersonal skills that you need in real life when you're interacting with somebody face to face right right but again that brings me back to my point is how is that how is that something that young that just young men are responsible for or need to deal need to need to deal with or change things. I I think because culturally we've always put more pressure on women and there's there might be some um 
genetic aspect to it as well, but uh, to be socially capable, right? We've we've always we've always thought of women as being more, uh, you know, women care about people and men care about things type stuff. That's but that's absolutely backwards. That's absolutely backwards. Because again, like like, like I said. Most all this dude's data and references are dope, but it's but every paragraph where he says young men need to X, there's no damn, you know, there's no references. That's just his that's just his conclusions, right? Because here's here's the yeah, truth: yeah. if young if young women young women are are not more social, They're, that's just absolutely not true. Women don't women tend to not even form like real friendships. Look, I, I ask people. I ask people this question all the time. I ask crowds this question. I, I, I always go. I go. Hey, you know, I find a random woman. I go. How how many how many women have been your best friend that you don't talk to anymore? You know, and I'll get random numbers: five, eight. Some some people are crazy. You know, fifteen, or you or you get the the you get the the uh, the, the the old classic. I don't. I don't. I'm not friends with no women. I get I get along better with, with men, you know, which is just a long way to say slut. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but but then but then I turn, I ask that to men. Very rarely do I get an do I get not, a number that's not zero, and and usually when it's when it's a I've never gotten over two. You know what I mean? And usually that's from like betrayal. Mm-hmm. But women women fall in and fall out all the time. I can't sure. like I mean think you know you you marry. Yeah, you married, right? Yeah. So, so like, how many times have your wife been like, "Oh my God, this is my fucking best friend. I love this bitch," and then and you don't see her for a while, and the next time you you know you just to make small talk, you go, "Oh hey, baby, how's Cheryl?" And she go, "Fuck Cheryl." <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like, how is that? How is that no, more bro, social? I have. I mean, I mean, I have no idea what you're talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what, man? We need a we need a woman on this podcast. That, yeah, because because it's, I know I know that like the the women that are watching this are screaming the answers to the stuff I'm saying, and I would love to just um, who do I who should, I should have some some oh, oh yeah well yeah, okay what the, the 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 place I want to end it on though is is that um because this is directed at men I think that I think that the ad that the advice is good which is that you know there because. If the problem is that women are doing something wrong, well, there's not really much you can do as a man about that, right? But as a man, if if, right. the, if the problem if the problem is that there is a skill deficit, or you need to change your perspective on dating, or you need to alter your behavior in terms of like reducing your porn usage or your time on social media well, or developing new skills, whatever, you can do that. You can make that change in your life. Well, you know what? I and, guess, and actually, if you do that, then you go out there, you'll be crushing it because no, you won't. a lot of other people are slipping. <laughs> no, you won't. Because you know why? Because I, I guess this is where this is where we differ in how we interpreted this. Because I don't feel like this is directed at, at, at men. Oh, really? No. I, like, like, I, like this doesn't feel, this doesn't, and, and maybe, that's, maybe that's, that's the biases we came into this with. Because okay. I read this as, like, it didn't feel like this was something that this guy wants you know, wants men to see. This, because because I told you when I first was when I was first skimming through it, I was like, oh, this was written by one of those blue haired angry feminists. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. this this seems like the sort of because <clears throat> what, what what am I saying? 
this seems like the sort of thing that you write for a woman to read so she feels like she don't have to do nothing different. Mm-hmm. Yep, up oh, just another thing. Yep, men out there fucking updating too. I don't have to change. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what this seems like to me. And maybe yeah. that's and maybe that's maybe my, you know, maybe my cuz I got a little my emotions was in it a little bit. And normally I'm not uh, but th- but maybe maybe that's what it is as I saw it as like yeah, they all need to take responsibility. The young cuz this ain't about me. This ain't about us. This is about the young kids. Right. Right? Yeah. And 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 I don't and if the if the goal of this article I put it to you like this. I bet you there's nowhere on this website where there is a similar article pointed at Gen Z women. So if the, if the goal of this article is to solve this problem or at least con- contribute to the solution, it to me it, it's not healthy to put this out there in if if what this guy meant to do is go, this is the problem. Men need to change. I have a problem with that. If if he if he's just saying, young men, this is why you're not getting no pussy. Now, what, what, as far as what women need to fix, I don't got nothing for you. If if that's his if that's his stance, then so be it. I doubt it. I bet if you ask this guy, he would he would feel exactly like I'm. <laughs> Whatever, but but I guarantee you, there's not an article <laughs> on Psychology Today that like this is how Gen Z women are fucking up because they're all crazy. Like, because here's here's my thing: if we can agree that that Gen Z has been fucked up by social media, mm-hmm. if we can agree that that's true across the board, it's a problem. Then it can't just be a problem for the boys. That's all I'm saying. A factor that he might have not have put in there is now when we watched porn back in the day, we didn't get intimacy. But now they can get intimacy because a lot of porn stars are doing ASMR where they just talk to the camera. And so now. Josh. Wow. So they don't have to date. I I have my girl. Cabeza. Okay. (laughs) You got me. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely fucking right about that. You can get, yo, you can get 3D ASMR. Yo, you now. And we, t- we talked about this a few episodes ago. You can get a virtual girlfriend. You yeah. can get a virtual girlfriend. No, no, no. But even more than that, you can you can get an AI to create a porn with a, with any woman that you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With any woman you got a picture of. That's about to, because whatever whatever's coming after Gen Z, they're going to really be single out this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and <clears throat> I, well, I, I also I, think. Okay, I'm sorry, and I don't, I don't want to, because I also hate this notion that being in a relationship is for everyone. Because because right. it's, it's not true, you you know. It's like because I've never been someone that felt, um, like, like felt like less, like worth less when I was single. Because some people that like it's their life's obsession. Is they and they're constantly in and out of relationships, in and out of relationships, in and out of relationships. Serial monogamists. Serial monogamists. Yeah, and 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 I'm gonna say, off the top of my head, I'm thinking of like six people. Five of them are women. And 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 the truth is, they read shit like this, and they go, "Yeah, men ain't shit." You know what I'm saying? Not, and and they, they they don't go, yeah, the 25 relationships that didn't work out for me, it has nothing to do with me. You know, I mean, or they, mm-hmm. they, they don't go, my 25 failed relationships, 
yeah, I should probably work on something. No, they go, they go, oh, I feel like shit. Why can I, why won't nobody propose? And then they read this shit and go, yep, that's why. I mean, I think there's another side to this also, which is let's, let's look at what happened. If the issue is that all the women in their 20s are dating men in their 30s, right? And that's why there's this disparity. Because it'd be one thing, it'd be one thing if it was like, listen, for people under the age of 30, across the board, men and women, there are fewer relationships and less sex. But women are okay with it because they're getting fulfillment from these other things. And yeah. men are unhappy. But that's not what's happening, right? What's happening is that there's a disparity in the percentage of people under the age of 30 along gender lines of who's fucking and who's in relationships. And the men are lagging behind the women. See, that but, tells me but, the women are dating older people. But I don't think, see, that's, that's, that's why I disagree. I mean, some of them are dating older people. But I think what it is is that they, they're getting, multiple, more women are getting fucked by the same guys. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's like, it, there's a reason why, you know, Tinder and, uh, and uh, man, I'm, I, I'm not on the app, so I, I, I forget them off the top of my head. But there's a... There's Hinge, a sh- Bumble. Yeah, Hinge, Raya. Bumble, Raya. There's a, re- there's a reason why those apps are doing very well. You know what I mean? It, but they're doing very well for the same people. You know what I mean? Because here's the truth. To be the sort of man that can fuck whoever you want, you got to be fucking gorgeous or very rich. To be the sort of woman that can that can fuck mo- most of the people that you want, you don't have to be that gorgeous. You just have to not be hideous. If you're just not repulsive, you can get laid pretty often as a woman. So when you go on these apps, it's like all the men that are like eight, nines, and tens, they're fucking sixes and up. They fucking them all. That's what it's, that's what I think has happened. You know, I don't I don't think it's just that the, the all the Gen Z girls are fucking millennials. You know, but, but I mean, but isn't I guess you know it, that's that could be some of it. But I don't know. We'll have to do some more research. Well, the point I was going to make though is uh, I'd like to see how this how first off I'd like to see satisfaction rates for people in their twenties. You know, are some people happier being single? Maybe that's the case. Also, I'd like to see what these numbers look like when you look at people in their 30s. And so now men have developed those skills that make them a decent partner. But then also, you know, the the women, I, I don't know any women in their 20s who have problems dating. I know lots of women in their 30s who have problems dating wow. because they spent their 20s. They, they spent, spent their 20s, you know, working. They spent their 20s like trying that. to fuck one of those top dudes. <laughs> That's what it was. They, well, you know, with this whole, they, they, they talk about it all the time, uh, hypergamy. Yeah. Right? Where it's like, when, you know, when, it, it, to me, I guess the simplest way to put it is pe- people always think they can do better. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's like when, our parent, when our parents were, kid, were kids, it's like you can only fuck the people in your fucking village or, your, in, like, or in your little town. There was no way for you to, you know, you would have some kind of pen pal or some crazy shit. But, but the people, you, the radius was real. You could fuck, you could only yeah. fuck the people that you could see. And and now, you know, we because we said it last week, people are as loyal as their options. And 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 when you when you have more options, cause, and and, it, and it's weird too, because <laughs> sometimes when I'm watching porn, I have 
I end up in a situation where I've been sitting there for like 40 minutes. There's 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 50 tabs open because I still haven't decided. <laughs> and I, th- I think that's how people date now, where they're like, you haven't figured out which five minute clip you want to wipe up for the end right, of your right, life. right, 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 yeah, because because it, it, it we're not none of us are immune. It it fucks with you. It fucks with your intimacy and all of that. You know what I mean? It fucks with the way, especially because you know because you know something I stopped doing. I didn't stop watching porn when I started hearing all this, but you know what I stopped doing? I stopped fast forwarding mm. because it was fucking with me psychologically uh, when I was trying to have real sex of like. Of like this whole thing, we're like, ah, oh, skip that part, skip that part. All right, you know, because because most porns follow the same basic layout, but it was like, all right, yeah. kissing, okay, all right, fondling, okay, all right, hand job, okay, blow job, okay, skip, 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 and it was, and it's like, it's like the clip is already only like eight minutes, but I would right. skip to the, I would, you know, like your, you, your, whatever your little progression of sex is in your head. It's like it's, it can't be healthy for you to go three seconds of this, three seconds of that, three seconds of that. I came. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because that's not how real in real life intimacy isn't. You know, it is. It isn't like okay. The the moment I'm the moment I'm tired of this. We now we on to the next thing. And the, right. and the, the second I'm tired of that, we on to the next thing. Is this slow progression that you're supposed to enjoy and participate in and be present for? And you don't have to be present for porn. Right. You know, no, you're. And that, I, I think, I think that that's one of the that's one of the intimacy skills that he's talking about. Being present in this article, just being present and like, and the the fact that using porn and mediating your social interactions through apps has prevented people, just people in general, but especially men, I think, uh, from developing those those skills. And so you're not only not, not only are you a bad partner in terms of your relationship, but like you just can't fuck as well as you as previous generations possibly could. Oh yeah. Even with all the moves in the gadgets. So, hey, so so if you hey, hey guys, you know I'm every, this is definitely gonna be something that everyone wants to weigh in on. Weigh in in the comments. Let us know. Comment on the goddamn YouTube video because this is something that I guess we could talk about this all day. But I don't want to do that. So I want to actually I want to cover I want to get at least one email before we go. All right. And this guy sent another voicemail. Did you see this? I did. Yes. Mr. New Zealand here, just checking in. Uh, another amazing show. Uh, thank you for the warning about the uh, the ass eating or ass eating as you call it. I'll be very careful uh, next time I go to a New Zealand ass eating convention. I'll make sure I warn all my friends. Uh, just a brief note about the uh, the accents uh, that you have a bit of trouble with. New Zealand, fuck me, we don't sound like Australians, mate. Just a couple of examples. We have a uh, uh, a meal here. It's a, a fast food or a takeaway, fish and chips or fish and fries for you Americans. In New Zealand, we would say fish and chips. In Australia, it's fish and chips uh. with the... Uh, Sidekick, or no, sorry, sidekick. Yeah, Brian. In New Zealand, you'd say um, that little sidekick is pretty cool. In Australia, you'd say, oh, yeah, that fucking sidekick, he's a pretty good car, eh? <laughs> I think the, probably the best example of the difference, uh, Australians are probably a little bit more like Americans and we're a bit more like how Canadians see themselves. If we had a big uh, sports match, 
New Zealand won, we'd say, uh, oh, yeah, great game, game of two halves, good luck to the winner, you know, really enjoyed it. Australians would say, oh, yeah, yeah we won say, that fucking game, we're the fucking best, mate. This, fucking Australia, fucking thought, awesome. I think Australia oh, would say, oh, football's oh, illegal, though. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, sort of <laughs> carries on like that. So, uh, anyway, looking forward to the next show. Keep it up, guys. Oh, that was great. Tony's uh, dope. Um, yeah, well, thank you, Tony. That that was a that was great, and and uh, you know, he was he's right. He's right about most of that. Um, but you know, uh, I recently I love, I love the comparison of New Zealand and Australia being well, like Canada. Well, you know, America. I recently learned, and I heard this third hand from somebody. Oh, you know what? Shane Gillis told it, said this to me. Um, but and, and I don't know if he I don't know if he mentioned New Zealand too, but it, they must have been a part of it. But basically. Their accent came from, uh, from English from from the original English people settling there, being drunk all the time. Yes, because they didn't have true. they didn't have water or they couldn't they didn't have clean water. I don't know what the situation was, but they drank a lot a lot of alcohol, and then then that next generation of kids grew up hearing their parents talk speak English drunk <laughs> and that's where the Australian accent comes from now why is the New Zealand accent slightly different one of them discovered weed first that's 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 what makes sense to me is <laughs> one's higher <laughs> one's higher higher than the I, 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 can't, I can't do a drunk English person yeah you sort of sound like a Kennedy which yeah. talk about drunk all the time um, okay 